but like with teenagers there's always been sex Mm -hmm. like sex has always been a big thing like even when you think about like the 40s and 50s they're sneaking off to the Mm -hmm. the high point the the drive (laughs) up place yeah mountain (laughs) yeah the the, kissing point (laughs) yeah where the hook hand people come (laughs) to murder on the radio yeah of course yeah cassette players (laughs) no it was before cassette tape oh i don't know they had like the just radio just dials Mm -hmm. turn it static (laughs) then that's just again teens are horny as always Mm -hmm. uh yeah something like that next door i almost said girls next door that's not us i forgot (laughs) i forgot how long has it been this is what episode 115 yeah it's bound to happen yeah we have a few in here where we forget what we're doing but yeah i'm gabe at least Mm -hmm. i got that part right Mm -hmm. that's good uh yeah we're doing a new thing where we just talk about a film Mm -hmm. and and dive in a little bit more we're giving the people what they want yeah they're shorter ish mm-hmm. last episode was not sure yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we just talk a lot anyway just yeah but it's not as stru- <laughs> structured so that's why that's why yeah. you love it so <laughs> yeah you did this all right so you only have yourself to blame that's great uh yeah we are um if you're watching on youtube we are dressed kind of s- special mm-hmm. we look a little war-torn little- we have fought we the have. patriarchy. Yes. So. Yeah. So this is what happened. We gotta, you, you can't fight the patriarchy without getting a little blood. Mm-hmm. And women are a little more used to the blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, it's it every month. Anyway. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> period jokes. Lady <laughs> that's, comedians. That's what they come here for. Uh, yeah. No, today we're talking about a film from 2018 called Assassination Nation, which um, came out on Hulu and is uh, about a group of teens who are, are fighting because of things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um so, <laughs> you know, it's definitely in the the social horror realm. It discusses, you know, the effects of social media, mm-hmm. um, how women are seen and what is expected of us women. Uh, it features a trans actress and her storyline uh, takes note of her being trans, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You never like see that. Uh, and it was great. It was, you know, I was worried that we were just kind of have like a a washed, like woman washed, mm-hmm. JK Rowling approved women only. Yeah. When you're talking about women, but it's women with the X, right? Yeah. So, uh, cause they're, yeah, mm-hmm. there are others. Yeah. <laughs> you're intersectional. Um, and you're, you can't really call yourself feminist if you're not including trans women as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can't be. Yeah. Um, it's just how that works. <laughs> so welcome. if you didn't know that, you now you do. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It does does some good, some bad, some... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a mix of everything. I mean... That's what you get. You you get 115 episodes in, and it's just the media analysis classes eventually just never come off. (laughs) Yeah, and then we just watch, and we're like... And we just watch, we're like, oh, yeah, that was was really fun, but wait. Yeah. I must understand. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. this uh, So the, the film is kind of cool because it features teenagers mm-hmm. who are fighting, which is, like, fun. Um, it reminded me of Tragedy Girls, which we covered for mm-hmm. our uh, yeah, social media one. episode. Yeah. So um, it was – yeah, and I, I love, like – cool hip teenagers doing stuff i will say <laughs> i was watching it, i was like i just cannot relate to these teens oh yeah i was like there's no like i as a teenager was in my room playing the sims or like doing homework like they're always like partying they're like super hot they're like always naked pretty much almost <laughs> and like 
but in this like empowering way yeah. you know like when we like if you were sp- like i still feel kind of uncomfortable when i'm in spaghetti straps because yeah. of school being like you need a cardigan don't show your shoulders mm-hmm. you'll distract the men and it's like what <laughs> <laughs> i'm just here to learn algebra uh and so i thought it was like i mean that part was really cool but i was really just like i don't know yeah like what world is this what alternate <laughs> reality like- world is this because yeah same i mean I was not cool. At least, like, you know, I was yeah. I was definitely very high strung. I was like, I had like a job. Yeah. And like, was just like kind of really angry. I was very Avril Lavigne. Yeah. If you imagine me, but Avril Lavigne, that's, yeah. that's kind of who I was. I yeah. wore really weird things. It's like skater boy. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it was me. Yeah. I was a skater boy. I don't want to be cool. Yeah. I don't go to parties, but it's a choice. Not because no one invited me. um yeah i was when i was watching i was like what do i know about teenagers when i was trying to get ready for this i was like i know that they know how to do makeup well Mm -hmm. that they understand technology better than i do and they can tiktok Mm -hmm. like really well they use fun slang yeah they use fun slang all of them are kind of gay in some way like Mm -hmm. they're all on the spectrum which i think is awesome because it's Mm -hmm. like everyone's like so I, i i said this i think to was it you or or my boyfriend, I was like, I, I wish that the same support we kind of have for kids these days of like being accepting and understanding of like what they're going through, mm-hmm. like that, like adults and like, <laughs> or like teens in the late 80s and early 90s, because like we're millennials, so we were young, mm-hmm. like we were babies in the 90s, right? But to have like the older siblings who were going through those really hard times, if they had the same support that like the Xennials in them have, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, how different would our, the adults be now, like the, yeah. the generation before us to have a lot that less support. repressed. Yeah. That would be a big piece of it, I feel like. Yeah, because I feel Maybe like just it was... like more empathetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like we were starting to have that like i mm-hmm. I remember at least i mean w- with this film it's just like what there's like makeup blah 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 there's sex but like with teenagers there's always been sex mm-hmm. like sex has always been a big thing like even when you think about like the 40s and 50s they're sneaking off to the mm-hmm. the high point the, the drive <laughs> yeah. up place yeah the mountain <laughs> yeah where the kissing the, point yeah where the hook hand people come <laughs> yes, to exactly. murder on the radio yeah of course yep. yeah cassette players <laughs> No, it was before cassette tape. Oh, players. I don't know. They them. had like the just radio, just dials. Mm-hmm. You turn it static. <laughs> then that's the music just again. Teens are horny as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I mean, back like way, way back then, is like that's when you got married Those... and had babies. So mm-hmm. that's the it's it would be really like ignorant to not acknowledge that kids. Are like teens are gonna be horny and want to have sex, and yeah. that's why we need sex education mm-hmm. and not abstinence yeah. <laughs> only because they're gonna have sex. They're gonna do it. We might as well just teach them what they should be doing, so that we don't end up with like you know teen yeah. moms or STDs. Slowly but surely, we're getting closer towards, but maybe not. I don't know. Handmaid's Tale is yeah. it's happening outside, so yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit of both. But yeah, more accepting. Kids these days in most areas of the United States generally have more empathy, more yeah. understanding of the world than any other generation just because they have so much of it in their pocket. Yeah. Um, through social media, through their phones, they have like way more access to information. And we kind of see how the positives of that in this film and then also the negatives yeah. in like cancel culture and Twitter and yeah. kind of like who's deciding how who's punished. How are, how do we punish the people in the world? And you kind of yeah. see like the how positives and negatives. And that like I think the Xennials that we see in the United States both have more empathy and less. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, I totally get like, oh, wow, emotions towards people I don't even know across the world. But then also it's like, oh, I heard they did that. I hope they die. And it's like, oh. Well, because I think there's a (laughs) disconnect. Yeah, like a desensitization. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because like they are saturated like this world that they're in is super saturated with violence and abuse yeah and it's in your pocket. and i think like a part of like a strength and like a, a negative is that like the things that like boomers or like generations before us like upheld as like this very important thing like privacy and you know virginity and mm-hmm. like 
your pride and like all that stuff that was all tied up together of like you were an upstanding citizen because you didn't air your dirty laundry in public and you didn't have sex until you were married or you didn't talk about it like yeah so like with the youth of today it's kind of different than that it's Mm -hmm. it's that stuff doesn't matter and it never really has but like by throwing that away they've ultimately like changed their society (laughs) Mm -hmm. because those things don't matter anymore and so it looks like to anyone who holds those things as like you know the way to be for them to just throw that away it looks like they're just like degenerate and they're like Mm -hmm. monsters and like how dare you you know uh not treasure your body and like like sit like a lady and do all the stuff and they're just like no but what you don't realize is none of that matters like all of that is stupid and all those things that you believe in is really dumb and it's just a way to control you and we don't have to do that anymore yeah and so i think like there's a strength in that but then there's also like what is holding them what is grounding them like what do they like what is good right Mm -hmm. like Like what's their moral compass essentially yeah oh yeah i mean the whole entire film is kind of like a commentary on the hypocritical morality of america Mm -hmm. and other places in the world as a whole anywhere that kind of like follows to be a good person you have to follow catholicism or christianity or some sort of narrative along those lines um in that like we expect humans to not act on any of their natural desires and be shell people <laughs> and uh, only fit molds, be robots, be obedient citizens. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like very hypocritical because so no one, no yeah. one fits that mold. <laughs> but like we're very good at shaming people and like having zero empathy and like attacking people for things that's like. Lots of the, not all the time, but lots of the time it's usually just because, like, the feeling of you feel like that is the enemy or that is something maybe you even feel inside, but you're taught from a young age to hate that. Yeah. So you hate yourself and you hate everything around you and you you kind of take that out in really toxic ways. Yeah. And it's like I was, you know... it's that idea of like I didn't get to have that so why do you Mm -hmm. like I was ridiculed for being this way or for feeling differently than what normal quote quote and society wanted me to be so like you can't have that freedom like I hate that like like when people are upset that kids have it easier it's Mm -hmm. like why don't you want that yeah like Like, that was the goal like yeah we always want them to be better we want the next generation to be better and have it easier that is the whole primary goal of society and civilization as a whole (laughs) well yeah because it's really interesting i mean in terms of like okay for myself i know that like since i've experienced some things it's shifted who i am as a person it's expanded my empathy it's made me a stronger more resilient human it made me like less crappy of a human like Mm -hmm. there's lots of things so it's like struggle equals growth yeah a lot of the times and i think that's what they mean but but it's okay it's also fine for them to be different yeah and the thing is that they're not really right like they're a lot stronger than just different yeah you give anyone credit for like I, i you know my sister grew up different than me where you have nine years each gap you have a large 15 15 with your brother yeah so like it's kind of like children for us right Mm -hmm. um but like you know her growing up was so much different from mine but I see a lot of similarities like I'm like she's pretty much me just like not afraid of being her you know like like, I was always like I'm gonna be quiet I'm gonna hide that part of me Mm -hmm. and she like unabashedly is just like this is who I am and I'm gonna do it and I'm like same that's so funny (laughs) that's exactly who Cole is too yeah because you know you just like because well one it's like the second kid thing where Mm -hmm. they're a little more free to do what they want to do because the parents are no strict but also like I think it's also the generational thing of like Mm -hmm. again that support like we're kind of allowing kids to be kids and and experience these things a lot because we don't really know like they're it's such a unique experience for like a zennial or or someone who's grown up and like with the technology that they have has always been there like we started to have it Mm -hmm. right like we were in a time before though at the same time (laughs) yeah exactly so we're in this weird like like analog and you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) internet it was like this whole thing but they've just always existed in that world so it's 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 very interesting and what i found interesting about this film is that unfortunately a lot of those themes that like we could have said we experienced as a young person are still there Mm -hmm. and that's like it's kind of sad um and so 
yeah, we can dive into the film. So I'll tell you guys what the film is. Um, it's called Assassination Nation from 2018. After a malicious data hack exposes the secrets of the perpetually American town of Salem, chaos descends and four girls must fight to survive while coping with the hack themselves. Um, it is directed by a dude, Sam Levinson. Yeah. So that part, I'm just like, okay. But, yeah. you know. There's positives and there's negatives. Yeah. I, I think, you know, kind of in this way, instead of like with Invisible Man, where, you know, he said, like, I am trying to like interview these people, et cetera, et cetera. I talked to Elizabeth Moss. She told me stuff. Mm-hmm. It's in the script, which is nice. Right. Uh, with this, you know, I think it, there was like a interview that you found. Yes. Um, from seventh row where it was like this question of like it's reflecting you know the experience of a young woman in america mm-hmm. like how do you find that information you as a man like a yeah. grown man how do you know because i'm like i don't know <laughs> i was like this is cool now i know what kids are do- doing yeah. you know, a younger woman <laughs> like you know um but he says like the the thing about the youth of today is that they're all online like, mm-hmm. if you want to know what people feel, you should ask them. And then also, they're already just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, like, they don't really understand or, like, don't put any value in privacy in the same way. Yeah. And it's even said in the film. There's, like, a quote where she says uh, one of the cheerleaders who ended up <laughs> having done something awful mm-hmm. uh, says, um, I don't have sympathy. any sympathy for people who get hacked. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? What do you mean? And she's like it's stupid she's like only old people are like worried of that she's like because everything is out there and i was like to me i'm like yeah it's like all the people who are afraid of you know like the people who are like share this thing because facebook's watching it's like facebook already is yeah like unless like you put the little thing in there like they watch all the usage outside of the app and that's how it influences what ads you get and you have mm. to manually tell it no google knows where you're going all the time it has a record of every place you've been if you have google on your phone right <laughs> like tiktok china has all of your information like that is just like yeah. as soon as you sign up for any app you in that you know in terms, terms and, conditions and conditions are saying sure here's my life so like go look at it yeah and like, like there's not anything too bad <laughs> yeah yeah and like you know kids are just like that's their whole life like they've mm-hmm. never known privacy really yeah and so like like because they're diaries and journals that we like would grow up or with vlogs like or video vlogs yeah or their youtube channel or their tiktok or their instagram live stories mm-hmm. like you don't <laughs> instagram live stories i'm such like a grandma instagram live <laughs> or their instagram stories yeah <laughs> two different things they don't I use have. facebook facebook is for old people yes your mom which That's is honestly fine because it's problematic yeah yeah and i we mean need like they're eventually back get off facebook so yeah TikTok, all that, yeah, and and so it's all out there, and so you know she remarked about like it's kind of foolish to to have this notion of privacy, and that you know like you should always operate as if you were going to be exposed, right? Mm-hmm. And and existing in a world where we are in rampant cancel cancel culture, right? It is yeah. a question of like you know nothing is protected and people are starting to realize that like when the internet first kicked off and facebook first kicked off twitter first kicked off people were tweeting and commenting and doing all that stuff without any knowledge or fear or understanding of the future yeah. <laughs> and so now we're looking back and being like what about this what about this racist post what about mm-hmm. this homophobic post like and asking people to be held accountable and i think personally a part of that is like i it's kind of like there's two sides to it. I think if mm-hmm. you're going to be confronted with things that you said in the past, like we all come from a place where we probably have said things, right? Mm-hmm. Or like even on like the worst things, they can be misconstrued or taken out of context or whatever, yeah. right? Um, but I think it's it's a acknowledging growth, right? It, yeah. it shouldn't be like, oh, I see that now and I'm better. <laughs> it should be like, yeah. I, yes, I acknowledge that that is something I thought of or did or I thought it would be funny. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the whole punch up instead of punching down concept or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, kind of showing the steps to have improved and been better than the person you were in the past. Mm -hmm. And, like, taking responsibility for it, too. Like, like, if anything, you should just be like, that sucks that (laughs) I thought that at the time like I'm upset too right like and I want to fix it like for people who acknowledge it and then work to 
change that or repair that or show their own personal growth and progress, then like we don't have to cancel them. Yeah. They've learned. The whole I think the whole goal of cancel culture isn't just to get people out of here. It's to be yeah. like the so past sucks. Yeah. Change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But for people who are like on the offense immediately and like, eh, it's just jokes. It's just funny. It's like, no, yeah, that's, that's the, the whole problem. problem. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, and there's a whole thing too that where it's like if you're told that like you can't tell people are not offended. Like, that's a yeah. big thing that people struggle with. Yeah. I know I, when I was younger, struggled with a lot because I was just a very defensive person of, like, myself, my personality, and otherwise. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, critiques and... Yeah, it's hard. Emotional things. Um, but it's just, like, very real, and it's, like, you might not be forgiven. Like, sometimes that's just a thing, too. Like, you still said it, even mm-hmm. if you have grown. Yeah. You might just have to take that L and be yeah. like, all right. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, I'm trying actively to be better, but if you don't forgive me, that is that's your your total whole, whole thing. You're allowed. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry still, but you know, I cannot force your hand. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it's that idea of like you know, you can't tell someone else how to feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be, you can't say that you didn't offend someone. Mm-hmm. Like that's not your yeah. That's not yours to decide, right? <laughs> like, you can't tell me what my feelings are. If I was offended, yeah. I was offended. And so it's it's a part of you to either acknowledge, like, okay, I understand that. It wasn't my intention. Of course, we talk about uh, impact over intent, right? So it's like, that wasn't my intent, but I'm going to acknowledge the impact that it had. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't change that it has happened, but I can now change what happens next. Yeah. And that's, like, really what the the biggest part of cancel culture is is like people should be like okay yeah that was awful yeah super sorry like genuinely and now i have to, like the only way to do that like the only way to show that i'm actually sorry is to do something about it mm-hmm. right not just be like it was the times <laughs> it's locker talk Ugh, like, yeah like, what is that <laughs> I mean, it's just excuses and defensiveness. That's not a word. Defensiveness. Defensiveness. Yeah. Sure. Pride. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. Good word. You know. Yeah. I think, um, so in this film, we have the small town of Salem, mm-hmm. which is great. It's a great location to have it in. Do you remember, do you remember what happened in Salem? You guys remember that? Remember a, which, perhaps the time which in which trials? we... You know, took we uh, hurt people based on rumors mm-hmm. and t- things taken out of context. And what? if you wanted to hurt someone, you just said, you know, they're that's, witch. That's not something that happens now. What people will do that? There's a, the witch hunts that are that not mine, but your president might say. Mm-hmm. Also, McCarthy and there's lots of history of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, McCarthy is <laughs> red scare. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what was before. <laughs> okay. Salem. We were talking about Salem. Yes, yes. Okay. I was like, what do you mean? You know, Narcolepsy like, moment. It's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it takes place in Salem and it's like, it, it follows these teen girls who are in high school and, you know, kind of just going through like the troubles of life anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, a girl who is sexting. Mm-hmm. Someone who we only know in her text as being referred to as daddy, her her glucose guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, glucose guardian. So uh, we are to assume that's an older person. Mm-hmm. And she's been sending a lot of selfies of her, like, sexy and nude or underwear. Mm-hmm. And she's 18. Yeah, just in poses where she's not showing her, like, face, per- like, her, probably, like, her nose down. Yeah. 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 She's trying to to some degree have some privacy with it right yeah um but it's like it's a type of of sexual relationship right mm-hmm. like even though they have never touched or kissed or done any of that it's very much a, a valid relationship in mm-hmm. that like and it is you know it's an affair because we found it it's a married man and it's yeah because well, there was like an classic. emotional piece and then also the uh yeah you know like sexting and I think video exchange was something that happened, too. Yeah. They called each other, maybe. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's a there's a good deal of things in there. There's um, another character who is trans, and mm-hmm. she, 
is texting and has this relationship with a you know sport guy, yeah, right? Sports, sports guy who, sports guy who does really like love her, but gray sweatpants. there's like a <laughs> yeah, uh, they have a whole conversation about sweatpants, and we were like, yeah, it's that's real. a thing, it's for true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she ends up like having this this hookup with that character, mm-hmm. and there's like I think his name is Damien. It was Diamond. Diamond. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even fancier. Yeah, it's great. I enjoyed that. Continue. Um, and so she hooks up with Diamond. And because I was like, like, I was like, okay, this is a trans actress because I looked her up um, and I saw all these articles and I was like, this is really cool because this is the second thing now I've seen where the, honestly, the trans actress kind of steals the show. And oh, yeah. So the. They get the most improvised lines too. Yeah. And it, and there was a, in, um, what is it? Battle Nun? <laughs> Battle Nun, I think it is on Netflix. Uh, Battle Nun? Yeah. Warrior Nun. Warrior Nun. So That's Warrior... a show or movie? Yeah, it's a show on Netflix. It's oh. it's fine. The, that I feel like fun. the last three episodes of the season could have been the whole season, and there's like eight episodes of like mm-hmm. her being a snotty teenager we didn't need. But gotcha. there's a, a trans actress character in there, and she just, every time she's there, it's like she's the one I want to be following. Like mm-hmm. I can care absolutely not any less about this main character who's supposed to like she's whatever. Uh, but as soon as she shows up, I'm like, what is she gonna do? Yeah, like, I want to go on an adventure with her, right? Yeah. And so I had looked it up because it's like, oh, I, you know, she looks familiar. And then I was like, oh, it's so cool. And so then there's so I already knew that she was trans before the story kind of. It doesn't. I was like worried they wouldn't tell you, mm-hmm. and that they would just be like, oh, it's just another woman, which is like fine and not fine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's your choice, but I think it's to it's so much more impactful and helpful to like young trans women who mm-hmm. might also want to be seen on the screen too. Yeah. Right? Like so, for a representation. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to erase her, her own issues, but I also don't want to make it like, uh, being trans is awful. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, it could go so wrong. Yeah. And so there's like a whole scene where they like hook up and then it's like, you know, he like kind of is awkward and he leaves. And so when we were talking about it, I was like, is it because she trans or is it because it's just a teenage situation where it's like a popular boy doesn't want to be associated with mm-hmm. the girl? Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we were like, it could go either way. It's such a genuine like yeah. storyline. And then and he had up- a history of uh, being a F boy. Yes. Yeah. Like them calling him that. And yeah. Being like, oh. Yeah. He doesn't so- really seem like he's trying to commit. Maybe that wouldn't be. Just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I still want to. Like, it's fine. And she, like, did really like him. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know, you could see the pain on her on her face. And they still, like, you know, were strong and, and proud when they, like, walked past him in school. And then it turned out, like, later when things are kind of going a little haywire, that they – that he was kind of worried. Like, he didn't come to school because mm-hmm. they found out that he had been with a trans woman. And so mm-hmm. uh, his – so-called friends were then being judgmental and you know saying awful things like i shared a drink with him and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah. and it was just like you like they were saying things to that trans character like they said stuff to her and like complimenting her yeah they were like bex you look great today like yeah (laughs) but again that's like teenage boys one like Mm -hmm. as soon as a girl becomes not as desirable for any reason that they've decided now it's like you're the enemy for having done well, yeah it's like when a person asks you out and then you don't say yes so they're like oh well you're ugly or fat or whatever yeah. and they're just like i don't want to, why would i even want it's like you're the one who did yeah so i think yeah it's exactly like that <laughs> like you're <laughs> you're teen teen or even just now right like if you're yeah. rejected in any way or um misogynistic behavior indicates that you should lash out and that's not you should ang- react angrily yeah. and violently with that feeling of rejection. Yeah. Or even, like, when you're – whatever you hold to be the masculine, like, way to live, anyone against that is, like, now the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so you have to, like, tear them down. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think there – it's it's pretty interesting. There's um, – there is a, a black character, too, but she gets, like, I think one line – she doesn't lines. talk much. I mean, okay. Yes. <laughs> so, kind of similar to Invisible Man, 
and this man writes a feminist time. Uh, <laughs> yes. The black characters, like, are given very little character development, if any. Really. I mean, like, a little. But they're really used as, like, plot devices and fodder. Mm-hmm. Canon fodder and plot devices. So I, I attribute it to the, I mean, I'm not giving him credit for being this, like, intentional and smart. But yeah. maybe. In a perfect world. Uh, but that, like, it could represent how black women are often left out of the feminist movements mm-hmm. uh, or, like, white feminism. They're kind of, like, voices are not honored or yeah. validated or anything. And it's definitely a really big problem that is within, like, I guess, the feminism movement in general. Yeah. Um, is, like, the kind of discrediting or just, like, not acknowledging yeah. black women. In and that movement. I think to have such a pivot, like there's pretty much two storylines that are important here and it's our main character, which I forget her name. And then there's Bex, right? So yeah. it's like, these two are the stories we're getting to see. And it's mm-hmm. like, why have four main character girls if you're only gonna show us two and the other two were so lackluster in their like there's nothing i don't know anything about them Mm -hmm. i don't know what they like i don't know who they're into one of them makes a joke and that's like it you know yeah they were just like the rich house that i mean they seem like everyone was kind of like a little bit well off yeah but um they were like the wealthy house where the parent wasn't fully there because they were doing like pills yeah and she was having affairs with other people's husbands too so and that was like happening in a peripheral so if you're not Mm -hmm. watching and you're not like if you don't remember what her name is you don't know that she was also exposed and you don't know that she was attacked in the parking lot by Mm -hmm. the white mom who was like that's my husband Mm -hmm. like we didn't even get to experience that and also like if you weren't again paying attention you didn't know that this black mother had a black daughter and a white daughter yeah so like we've never even talked about the fact that that girl is possibly biracial or mm-hmm. adopted or what like we never get that yeah and it's like that could have been like more to this story that could have been amazing because if you mm-hmm. want to talk about intersectionality in the feminist movement if you want to talk empowering like women and young girls to kind of feel like they can fight back then you need to show that representation mm-hmm. and it's like where. Like, Diamond was the brownest person. (laughs) Like, there was two black characters I could remember. Diamond's the only brown character. And then everyone else was white because it was, like, this white town. Oh, the the principal. Yes, the principal was also kind of used as a plot device. And then there was the young man who, when the main character, whose name I forget, was being attacked by her ex-boyfriend, that uh, was helping them hold her down Mm -hmm. and then you could just like see the pain and regret in his eyes because it was that whole quote in the like earlier part of the film where we hadn't quite got to the craziness or like the intense action Mm -hmm. Uh, but we were like almost there and it said the main character said like 10 percent of the population is like really just ready to mess stuff up like it's angry no empathy really not about yeah. moral standards, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then other 10% are, like, really helpful, good, ready to be good people, 100% mm-hmm. are uh, lawful good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lawful evil. Um, and then 80% of the population could sway either way, depending on what, like, the mob mentality is of yeah. the moment. So you're kind of seeing that with characters as they're participating in, like, the backlash or like the twitter canceling in real life made to happen uh when everything gets leaked but that character specifically like you can see he is of the 80 percent he has no lines though yeah being stuck yeah and then just like you have like this pain and regret in his eyes because it's like if you're not helping then you become a victim Mm -hmm. and so and and who would know better than that right than yeah. than a person of color or a black person right so it's like yeah I, there's the i thought it i enjoyed the principal when he first showed up because i mm-hmm. was like well good on him for being this like black man who's a principal in a predominantly white neighborhood like mm-hmm. <laughs> how did he get there like i wanted to like and and i wanted there to be a commentary on that yeah like and he kind of did like there's a little, there's a little bit of it when yeah. he is kind of explaining why he became a teacher and why he did that and he said i didn't grow up here I didn't grow up in this affluent neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I grew up on the other side and had to struggle and I didn't have these things that these kids have. And so I 
thought to kind of show and like and be appreciative of these things because I know what the world is without it right Mm -hmm. and but it's such a like and there's screaming and yelling from everyone else that we don't really get that Um, yeah but I think there's a lot of great conversations that happen in this oh for the lines in the film there's like tons of awesome quotes and I mean as much as they do use the you know, black characters as plot devices. There is, like, some showing of racism and how that is in this, like, uh, mostly white affluent town. Uh, But it's not as overt as, I guess, it would be if you were trying to say anything intentional. Yeah, if you you thought that that was important, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. (laughs) It's like, we're kind of miss... Like, and that's, again, it is kind of like you were saying, symbolic of the feminist movement in a lot of ways in that we do tend to neglect or misrepresent or just completely just like not notice that it's even happening. Like these other communities and these other parts of the bigger movement, right? Mm -hmm. And so like oftentimes it is very symbolic that like in our, you know, act, like like thinking about um, the suffragette, right? Mm -hmm. Like they got women's voting but it was white women yep and then it wasn't for for years and years later that it was black women and then it was hispanic women and then asian women so it's yep. like <laughs> we just had a trail on the end there yeah and it and that's just how like all of the movements kind of happen is is like we got to get the white people in there first and then we'll come after you which is the problem right yeah. and then we also now have the spectrum of gender too it's just mm-hmm. like where do like where do the rest of us fall? <laughs> you yeah. aren't on, like, you're just not, it's not black and white anymore, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, with, if you're not being intentional and you're not understanding that that is a part of it, and as someone who isn't, like, he is a white man, mm-hmm. doesn't really know that. And you can't yeah. know that from, no matter how many tweets you are really watching, <laughs> like, you're looking for content for, you're not going to know that unless you're, like, really knee-deep in there and you experience it, right? Uh-huh. And so, like, it's going to be neglected. Um, but there's a lot of things in there that we can take from it that are are good. There that... are lots of positives. Um, we, have to, we have to give some negatives, but yeah, there were a lot of, <laughs> yeah. there, it was a good, entertaining said lots of like in terms of just focusing on feminism mm-hmm. good you did it yeah <laughs> um yeah i was saying a lot of things that we can ag- agree with like um i think the converse one part that i wasn't expecting was the conversation with bex and lily is the main character looked it ah up. excellent uh, <laughs> where they're in the pool and they're talking about the mayor who is the first person who gets hacked mm. and he gets hacked and it shows that he uh I, he's not trans, but he would, he was like a drag. He would mm-hmm. dress in women's clothing, women's laundry, his, his clothing, which were generally perceived as women's clothing, mm-hmm. like lingerie and things like that, and have these like hookups or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Lily's like reading these texts between him and his wife and how he essentially was like, you know, it's awful that it took this whole time, my whole life, to essentially acknowledge that I'm this way. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like, do that to myself. I can't keep pretending I'm somebody else. And her being like, it's too late. You're my husband. The kids are ready to eat. You got to get home. Like, mm-hmm. just completely dismissing him. Like, you yeah. have to keep playing this game. And that's it. Right? Yeah. And so Lily is feeling bad for him. because he's And he's also the first to be, like, you know... Witched. Yeah, he's the first outed, essentially. Yeah. And he gets, he loses it. He has to, like, he, uh, it's like the first 10 minutes, but spoiler alert, uh, mm-hmm. shoots himself, right? Yeah. Because there, there's in no front of everyone. Up. So it was like similar to when the principal came. He was in the same yeah. place. Um, and that was the thing they kept coming back to is like, it's because the, it starts with the suicide mm-hmm. in the first 10 minutes that they're always like, it's always about time till. That's what happens, which is... Yeah, but, and the thing is, like, happens, it just kind of, it's the first blood and it gives them more power. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that that doesn't just sweep them to be like, oh, wow, our our impact affects lives and took lives. Like, no one takes any onus of that, right? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. So I think, like, that's super kind of, you know, representative of how this whole group is like, we don't care about people, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Bex is having this conversation with Lily and she says, uh, I don't care. He can die. Like, I do not give a care because <laughs> like mm-hmm. for, she, she's like, he wouldn't care if I died. Like he was he in the closet that whole time while p- 
pushing and supporting these yeah. bills and movements and things that were hurting me and, and people like me, right? And she has this conversation, like, you know, where Lily says, well, you know, he had to hide it and, like, you're brave. And she's like, yeah, because there's another option. Like, I'm brave because I'm not who I am. Like, I could have yeah. not been me. Like, yeah. there's another version. This is a choice, like, essentially. And, like, calling her out on it. And I was like, that's so great. Because, mm-hmm. like, you could very easily have not had that conversation. And it's yeah. so, like, casual. And, again, if you're not listening, you kind of miss it. You kind of don't notice. But it's, like, so legit. And for her to just be like and, – and it's representative of, of how it is out there. And the other problem with that is, is, like, you know, we have – this kind of explanation for people who are uh, hateful and, and homophobic. Like, I don't even want to use the word homophobic because it's not a fear. It's just hate, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so uh, there's always this scapegoat kind of explanation where if someone is, per- like, perceived as being homophobic that, like, maybe they're in the closet, mm-hmm. which is stupid because it's, like, that's not true. Yeah. Not everyone who hates like people who are on the spectrum of sexuality are yeah are secretly gay that's not how that works like you could just be hateful right yeah and so um i just like kind of how she just totally is just like i don't care like Mm -hmm. that's not a ally he's not me and it wasn't a choice for me to be this way i am this way and that and he didn't support me for who i am yeah i thought that was a great conversation no yeah i I mean their character bex has Mostly improvised lines from what I read in some of the interviews, and then also just like stole the show. I totally yeah. um, did a fantastic job. Yeah, I think um, the other thing that I thought was great was so towards the towards the end, we have the um, uh, kind of monologue where uh, Lily is kind of having her whole rant about like this is what they expect women to be mm-hmm. and she explains like you know like close your legs open your legs do this blah blah and it reminded me of that video have you seen it with like mm-hmm. all those like uh famous women who are just like be a lady and be a whore and do this and do like mm-hmm. and it was just like all the different women kind of talking about how we're pushed and pulled and twisted and be a lady they said your skirt is too short your shirt is too low don't show so much skin cover up Leave something to the imagination. Don't be a temptress. Men can't control themselves. Men have needs. Look sexy. Look hot. Don't be so provocative. You're asking for it. Wear black. Wear heels. You're too dressed up. You're too dressed down. You look like you've let yourself go. Be a lady, they said. Don't be too fat. Don't be too thin. Eat up. Slim down. Stop eating so much. Order a salad. Don't eat carbs. Skip dessert. Go on a diet. God, you look like a skeleton. Why don't you just eat? You look emaciated, you look sick. Men like women with some meat on their bones. Be a size zero, be a double zero, be nothing. Be less than nothing. Be a lady, they said. Remove your body hair. Bleach this, bleach that. Eradicate your scars, cover your stretch marks, plump your lips, Botox your wrinkles, lift your face, tuck your tummy, perk up your boobs. Look natural. You're trying too hard. You look overdone. Men don't like girls who try too hard. Be a lady, they said. Wear makeup. Highlight your cheekbones. Line your lids. Fill in your brows. Lengthen your lashes. Color your lips. Powder. Blush. Bronze. Highlight. Your hair is too short. Dye your hair. Not blue. That looks unnatural. Look young. Old is ugly. Men don't like ugly. Be a lady, they said. Save yourself. Be pure. Don't be a whore. Don't sleep around. Men don't like sluts. Don't be a prude. Don't be so uptight. And smile more. Pleasure men. Be experienced. Be sexual. Be innocent. Be dirty. Be the cool girl. Don't be like the other girls. Be a lady, they said. Don't talk too loud. Don't talk too much. Don't be intimidating. Why are you so miserable? Don't be a bitch. Don't be so bossy. Don't be so emotional. Don't cry. Don't yell. Don't swear. Endure the pain. Don't complain. Fold his clothes. Cook his dinner. Keep him happy. That's a woman's job. You'll make a good wife someday. Take his last name. You hyphenated your name. Crazy feminist. Give him children. You don't want children? You will someday. He'll change your mind. Be a lady, they said. Don't get raped. 
Don't drink too much. Don't walk alone. Don't go out too late. Don't dress like that. Don't get drunk. Don't smile at strangers. Don't go out at night. Don't trust anyone. Don't say yes. Don't say no. Just be a lady. Smile. Open up. Cross your legs. Spread your pussy. Speak softer. Scream louder. Be quiet. Be confident. Be interesting. Don't be so difficult. Be strong. Don't fight back. Be an angel. Be a whore. Be a princess. Be anything you want to be. Even the president of the United States of America. Just kidding. There's no, like, right way to be. Yeah, like, you have to be what they want you to be. And it's just going to change with every day. It's like you're a lady or you're the slut in the room, right? Like mm-hmm. they want a woman who like, <laughs> who doesn't like sleep around or, or have sex ever. Right. But then they want a woman who's experienced in mm-hmm. the bedroom to give you what like, you can't be these two people. Yeah. And so like, and, and, and it's hard to find the strength to, to be yourself and to be proud of yourself when you're not even allowed to like enjoy who you are or um to kind of feel empowered and i think there's like that conversation that lily has with the principal where she's talking about her nude drawing and mm-hmm. she's like you're just looking at the nudity you're not looking at what this picture is about like if mm-hmm. you didn't notice she had nipples right like then you wouldn't really know it's it's just like uh that comic where someone's like oh i got nipple surgery i switched my right nipple to a woman's nipple and then in the next panel it's like blurred but the mm-hmm. other one's fine because it's just like yeah <laughs> why yeah and then you also have the commentary later so for when the principal he gets hacked and he had taken a picture of his daughter in the tub because that's what parents generally do with their kids um and the child is like a little older so like that was where i guess people decided that it was a pedophilia thing but she was like six or seven um and it was on his phone it's not like he was like sending Sending it to people or whatever um and it was private like now you're embarrassing him and his kid yeah so uh but basically they're saying like it was sexual it was pedophilia and it was in the main character lily she's like arguing with her parents she's like no i mean you're the one making it sexual like what do you mean yeah it's a it's his child yeah i can walk around naked and you should be able to look at me and not have a feeling yeah Yeah. and then the dad goes and is like i stopped looking at you naked after you were like two and she was like why yeah what's what's wrong wrong with with you you? (laughs) (laughs) but that's something you need to do like i should not be a sexual entity yeah. to you you are my father yeah and so. it, it's definitely like that conversation because i've seen it too like even me like growing up um is like oh you can't wear shorts the short at age six or seven because like your uncle or something it's like why like if if the uncle is a problem the uncle is a problem so yeah, the uncle's gonna you. have a problem with these shorts then he should not be coming over here where your kids are, mm-hmm. right? And I think, like, that's what the the issue is. Like, it always is the onus on these young girls, is on the women. It's just, like, you have to, like, the fact that we are, like, you have to wear certain clothes so you don't get raped instead of being, like, maybe men shouldn't be raping. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should be fixing the actual problem, which isn't what someone's wearing. They And, and yeah. what you're wearing does not give the okay to do anything to you. Mm-hmm. Just, and like, it has everything to do with control and, not like, yeah. it has nothing to do with what, what you're you wearing. like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And and I think, like, that's a, a big thing that people just misconstrue, right? And, it, it you know, it's like uh, cosplay is in consent, right? Like, you should be able to dress up and have fun uh, and not be afraid that someone's going to take that as an opportunity to harass you, yeah. right? And, and so there's a lot in it. It's, like, jam-packed. And the way that people kind of lose it was, like, it, like, it was, I mean, it's a movie, right? So uh-huh. it was, like, fun. Right. I don't think people would react to that extent, uh, but it, essentially half of the the tweets and people's text and phone and all that stuff mm-hmm. is released. And so her stuff gets released and, and people are upset about her and they somehow believe she would have anything to do with it. But the one character who releases the principal's pictures says she, it, the IP address came from her house. Yes. Yeah. He didn't release the principal's. Oh, he, he just, just sent knew. It. He was just he knew that it what happened, and was watching it, mm. and and then knew enough about technology to look at where the most data was being uploaded, mm-hmm. and then found her house. Um, but again, why would anyone think she would like 
she's obviously a victim. Like, why? Anyway, yeah. it's like Regina George putting the, uh, she's a fugly slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it didn't look like she did it. Yeah. This is pretty much Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, but the whole town, right? And it's not comical, really, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, as far as, like, cinematography goes, it has one of the best scenes in that it's a long shot. I love long shots. But it reminded me, so there's a scene where they're in their super expensive house and mm-hmm. all the four girls are upstairs and they learn that people think that Lily released everything. Mm-hmm. And so they are freaking out. And so they don't feel safe. So the girls who live in this house, the sisters, are like, okay, well, let's just lock up the house because yeah. now I don't feel okay. So one of them leaves. We are following her, but from outside. Yeah. So like we're in the windows outside. And so we watch her and then she goes down the stairs and now we're on the second floor. We watch her in there. She goes talk to her mom. We're in the mom's room. And then we go over here. We're going downstairs. And then as we're walking, there's someone outside the house who's at the window trying to break in and he hides, but she's inside the house and so there's like this depth Mm -hmm. and it's like and it keeps going and then it goes back upstairs and now the sister is like where did she go hey mom what's going on she goes to find her now she's captured and she's in the window and this one's like walking and it's great and it goes on for a long time all the way like up until we're like inside the house and the thing about that shot that makes me (laughs) like got me excited as soon as it was happening was it's my it's it's reminds me of my favorite shot and honestly one of the only redeemable parts of the film spring breakers okay um and it is similar to that where the girls in spring breakers are like hot girls in bikinis but they have ski masks on and they're gonna rob this diner Mm. and so they go in and they stop and they get out of the car and the thing follows them they run into the the restaurant but we're outside we come in we see them coming in you go around then you see them shoot like like uh threatening them robbing the place coming back out the car is driving we're with the car and then it comes back around they come out bam in the car i was like this is a great like the only (laughs) there's a lot of cool things actually about spring breakers um and i'll probably be the only person who like defends that film (laughs) but that is like one of my favorite cinematic like moments ever and seeing this in this film and in, in such a complex way and then the depth, I, I really enjoyed it I just love like inventive stuff like that yeah and it was also just like that whole watching from outside because that's where they were attacking from it was also very cool yeah because it you know it's the the voyeur mm-hmm. right like that we are always watching each other and mm-hmm. there is no security there is no privacy that we all live in these glass houses which is like what her house was mm-hmm. uh and so yeah i thought it was great um there's like lots of violence lots of blood mm-hmm. um it's like over the top but i think it was fun it was definitely fun and it was uh yeah i guess it would be like it's very it's funny that you mentioned Mean Girls because it's definitely it's one hundred percent Mean Girls, but technology. Yeah, like where uh, the scene where Katie's imagining all the people attack each other—that's yeah. just what the end A of the film of is. Yeah, it's literally they're just actually attacking each other, and it's a whole time. And I guess like the whole goal was to show like how we need to have more empathy for each other, and we need to like sympathize with each other at least in interviews like that's kind of what he says where he was like his goal was to show basically that cancel culture and stuff like that has a role but it's also really heavy and like people can kill themselves and like we need to be empathetic with each other and we need to work together to fix problems and we need to understand where people are coming from Mm -hmm. and like understand that we're all kind of fair game essentially yeah where it's just like there's this like sense of what makes someone a good person in america and lots of other places and it's just like that standard is impossible to reach and also it's like why is that the standard because it was like what our parents believed in was what our great-grandparents but it's mm-hmm. like why is that the standard it doesn't have to be yeah we see these powerful women who are like just living unapologetically and like being themselves yeah and like why is that a problem yeah. Like, why can't women just be whatever the heck they want to be? Yeah. Um, but then you kind of get skewed when it turns into this, like, bloodbath. And it's like, you're not really saying to have more empathy because they're getting vengeance. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think cool. the ending is interesting because all the, the girls in the neighborhood come together and they don't have weapons. And then they kind of meet the mob that does. And I was interested to see how that ends. But then the very, very end... After all that, is we have Charlie? No, go, go. Um, 
at the very end, we have um, uh, a marching band from yes. a town that's outside of this area. And we know that because it's all black and BIPOC. <laughs> like, it, mm-hmm. it, it is um, at the front is this... Uh, a young black girl who's a baton twirler Mm -hmm. and then we have the band and they're like playing um can't stop won't stop miley cyrus and so which is also interesting but i was like where did this why and and a part of me was like is this supposed to be commentary of like when the white people are done fighting each other black people are going to come through like you know, because they're untouched, because they're just like, yeah, let you do what you're doing or whatever. Um, but I thought it was super weird. Yeah, I didn't understand it either. I was like, why are they here? Why that? Like, what? It's very clearly a different school. And I was like, but what is going on? Yeah, it was weird to like have them basically not develop any of the black characters in the beginning and then throw that at the end. Yeah. Like, what is this? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, what does this mean? Yeah. Um, and it's like, maybe it means nothing. And then also it's like, why? And then why that's is super them? rude. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can't, like, I think that's the issue. And I, and I think that's what this film is really missing is that you can't put these characters in here and not do anything with them because that just is just as bad as like, just killing them off. Right. Cause she like, uh, there's uh, only, like three or four named characters people with names who die the second of which is the black woman Mm -hmm. and in a you know gruesome way being like a hero like she was it was awesome yeah and you're you know striving for her and 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 i think it's kind of interesting because she goes and she's fighting for her kids life she's trying to save them and she's also trying to save the girls and our main character lily has the opportunity To to help yeah and it's that young white girl who lets that woman down. And I I mean, thought that was kind of like, that hit me in a specific mm-hmm. way of like, you know, the allies who are kind of letting the ball drop. And yeah, not, who aren't speaking. Yeah. And so like, that's how I, I don't, I don't want to give credit if that's not what it is. Like, I don't want to give more credit than is due. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just like how I interpreted it. But I don't know if that's really, because honestly, if I can learn anything from this film is that he really didn't take into account that, black characters are important and should be fully fleshed out as well and not used as devices and it kind of like you need to know (laughs) like you can't have them in there and not know what you're doing with them yeah so it kind of reminds me of um Anna Lily Amirpour and how she was like well I'm brown so it's okay that the first person that died was a black character and no one of like the black characters were like nothing and just like I use them as tools like to kind of uh, uh, like just dismiss that is the problem is like yeah. you need to acknowledge you to like you can't have them in here and not do anything with them because that is just as bad as just cold-heartedly murdering them like as characters right like by neglecting them and not giving them any purpose you're just doing what horror has been doing for its entirety mm-hmm. and it's disposing of these characters so it's like you have this like great thing of like you know showing you know trans and like these white women but you're doing what the movement does in neglecting them and that it sucks (laughs) so yeah yeah. i just feel like what we said last time when we talked about this woman just like if you have a platform use the platform to put other people in the seat to do the thing yeah no needs to be said so let the people who should say it say it yeah yeah and i mean maybe it's and it's also you can't like assume that like it would be better or like you know what i mean because then that's like a messed up thing too where it's like you have higher expectations just because you know that's like a thing too that people do and yeah uh, it's like we should still be amplifying like voices but and specifically black voices uh but we shouldn't we should also have like unrealistic and crazy expectations like if it's not the most amazing thing. Unless. But if it's, you know, the the thing is, like, if we had more, if we had more to look at, then they could be anything, right? Like, we could have a mix because it could be anything, right? It, it's kind of like Jordan Peele's Us. Like, people wanted it to be another get out. We wanted it to be another piece about racism, but it, it turned out to be classism that just happened to feature a family that was black, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we had more stories that featured predominantly black characters or BIPOC of any kind, then we wouldn't have to critique it because they would just be people, right? Like, and we can accept that. But at this point in time, we don't have that. And so yep. we can't, we have to, like, grab and have the representation that we need because we don't have the plethora enough to show, like, all the diversity that there yes. is. 
Like we should have so much, an abundance of it that we can mm-hmm. have good, bad, ugly, fun, like any mm-hmm. mix of between. But instead we're like, oh, this is one. I found one in the dirt. Here you go. Like yeah. nothing. Like, you know, so um, if we could amplify more and more voices, it doesn't matter what it is. Just get it out there. Like, why yeah. do the white people get to fail? <laughs> why do they get to have bad movies and good movies? And no one says anything like, oh, good for the white people. Yeah. <laughs> it's because every, everything is whitewashed. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was fun. I think it is a good film to go watch. Yeah. No, it was fun. I definitely agree. It was, like, it was very stressful. Yeah, it's very like rough in terms of like a stress element. Like I was actively stressed the entire time. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it was a good, like you can enjoy it still. Yeah, it was a yeah. good time. Cinematography is fun. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we're also that's we're our job. Some stuff, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I you know that's what you want to do. If you come out of a film and you're like that was perfect, nothing's wrong with it, uh, then you probably weren't watching it. Like, because yeah. it's not, it's not going to be perfect. Get out is perfect, you know? A lot. It was saying a lot. Yeah. So. And nonstop. Like, it's yeah. like always saying something. And I think that's great. And what it was saying was great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of it um, was powerful and awesome. And it is fun. It was mm-hmm. just kind of fun. And also uncomfortable and stressful in like a way that's refreshing, especially teenagers. I was really like, I when do they study? <laughs> it's like, when do they do school? I really was so. I don't know. I'm I'm not cut out to be a mom right now. Uh, but yeah, that was the assassination nation. That was cool. Yeah. So yeah. um don't get don't married. Delete your, your kids. kids. <laughs> or, you know, they'll grow up to shoot you, I guess. Shoot your neighbors. Sex your neighbors. Oh. 